Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen we trust as the Republican mentalists, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the mentalists, the Amen race, the bright race. Good evening, I'm your host, the intellectual leader, Minkari, and this is Mental Like Radio. Tonight we're going to be discussing maturity. Do mature people, men, oh, I should, excuse me, do immature people mentally abuse their children? Yes, they do. Absolutely. I've seen it all the time. I've seen it all the time with a lot of these young, children, these young couples out here, a lot of them that have children too early. Like I said before, and I'll say this again, um, a man should be well into his late 30s to early 40s, well up into his mid, like, at least I'd say 40 and up nowadays. A man should be at least 40 years old before he starts thinking about having children. And he should pick a woman half his age, at least half his age to have children with. Why do I say that? Because, you know, these generation of ch- children out here today or these young male, men out here today, they're not being raised to be men. They're ill-equipped to be uh, men out here. So what you have is a bunch of overgrown males. And like I said, it's really not their fault. I'm not blaming anybody because you can only be, um, how you said, you can only be uh, or do what you know or you can only follow what you know. You see, I said this before. I said this also again. A family or man or woman, when they say I grew up with my children, you should not grow up with your children. You should be grown already before you have children, mentally grown, physically grown, and financially grown. You should grown on some level financially as a man and a woman who was, who was planning to take care of a child. You should have grown emotionally as a man or woman who are going to take care of a child because any form of immaturity will be a form of mental abuse to them. Okay. I've seen a lot of the couples out here, young couples out here who have babies, and they might be in their early 20s. The man might be in his early 20s. The woman might be in her early 20s or whatever the case may be. And, you know, because they, you know, fresh out of high school or sometimes some of them might be teenagers, and they still have an immature mentality. And, you know, next thing you know, the girl pops up and she's pregnant, like, because they messing around in high school or in their early 20s, and they're not mentally prepared for children. They're not mentally prepared for the sacrifice of what it takes to have children, okay? That's why you hear about a lot of these young couples out here abusing their children physically, like the child, a baby, if a baby crying, they'll shake the baby too hard because they want the baby to stop crying, or they lose patience with the baby, they end up killing the baby. Or you got a lot of these young guys, they'll leave their baby in the damn car, and whatnot, because they busy thinking about going shopping or whatever, or these young girls will let their babies run down the damn street and whatnot. How, how, how often will you see that from a woman or a man who's mature who has children? Let's just say a man is in his 40s and he has a child. You think he's going to let his child run down the street by himself? Nine times out of ten, he's going to protect that child because, see, he's going to put that child first because he's already outgrown his childish ways, his immature ways. Same thing with a woman. Like I said, she should be uh, ideally in her 20s, at least in her 20s, before she starts having children. And she should have a man older than her, at least twice her age, to make up for her immaturity. Because a lot of young women in your 20s, I'm going to just say it like this, you're immature. 
you're immature mentally and you still got the mindset of teenagers because you're fresh out of high school. Even if you're in your 20s, you're still kind of fresh out of high school. Let's just be real here. We knock on mince words. I'm not saying you don't have no young women who are uh, mature. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you don't have young women who are mature, but those young women who will admit to being mature, they will also admit they have immature ways about them. You see, and these are things you must outgrow. And you cannot afford to let your children see this. You cannot afford to let your children see this in their early ages, in their early uh, um, development. They can't see their parents not being um, mentally mature. They cannot afford to see that because who are they going to follow? Who are they going to follow? Who are they going to follow if they don't have their parents to guide them? Who are they going to follow? Who are they going to look to for maturity? you got a lot of these young couples out here who lead their children. Right? you got a lot of these couples out here who lead their children because they're not mature. A lot of young children are going to end up in the foster care system of the beast because they're not mature. These parents are not mature enough to raise their children. They're still thinking about sneakers. They're still thinking about rap videos. They're still thinking about the gram. You know, this is what they think. This is the generation right here. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Would you look at today's young black male and even think about having a child with him? Or white one, whatever. It doesn't matter. All these males out here are immature in their 20s and their 30s. Now, like I said, it's not their fault. And are there exceptions to the rule? Yeah, there are some exceptions, but very rarely are there exceptions because a lot of times young men are not willing to sacrifice their life for a child. They still have a lot of growing to do. And, again, this is not a shot at the young brothers at all, not at all. But they have to admit that a lot of them still want to sow their wild oats. They want to get out here and mess around with young, you know, with young women and things like that, which is to be expected. That's to be expected. Then when they get to a certain point, you know, they become at a certain age, they're more mature because children. You know, you see a lot of these young guys out here, and they have their children, and you look at them and you can just tell these children are being or not getting what they need mentally to grow. Because the same way, because a lot of times these parents think all you got to do is feed your child, clothe your child, and put a roof over their head, and that's good enough. That's not good enough. That's not good enough. You have to give them mental stability. You have to give your children mental stability. Okay? You must give them mental stability. Because if you do not give them mental stability, if you do not give your children mental stability, then they will go into the world mentally unstable like a lot of people I've been encountering lately people who are mentally unstable. They'll send mentally unstable children out into the world. And you do not want to send mentally unstable children out in the world because they end up having very short lives. They're going to mess around and somebody will take their lives or they will take their own lives because they have not been told how to grow. They have been, they have not been developed. They have not been forced to the nurture into adulthood. You see have not been fostered or nurtured into adulthood. So, therefore, 
They do not know how to be adult. And like I said, they end up being a bunch of overgrown children. They'll be in their 20s and their 30s and whatnot, and they're still acting like children. They have not grown mentally, emotionally, financially, the things that they're supposed to be trained to do. Because I've said this before, I've said it again. We can't raise children. We have to raise adults. What do I mean by that? What I said is we are raising adults. We're not raising children. And the only way to raise adults is you have to be an adult yourself. And I said this before, the older men, they make up for where younger women lack at. Because, again, y'all have to be honest with yourself. A lot of you younger women, a lot of y'all still got immature, um, uh, maturity issues. A lot of you do. It's like young men got maturity issues. But you can't put those two together to have a child. That's like putting together two two elements, you know, uh, uh, that don't mesh together. That's 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 um, bound to make for an explosion, a bad one. How many of these young girls you see out here? They don't have no father for their child. They pushing baby carriages by themselves because either the guy they got pregnant by nine times out of ten is a young guy. I bet you, is a young guy, nine times out of ten, and he too into he too much still into his Jordan. He's still into chasing shorties. He's still into hip-hop, trap, whatever he's doing, smoking weed. That's what he's into. He ain't got time to be a father. He thinks he's still got some living to do for himself, so already he's selfish. And like I said, rightfully so, because he's too young to have a child. Most of the time, these young men having children out here, it's usually due to an accident. He didn't want to wear a condom. You know what I'm saying? He didn't, so he slipped up, you know, and... You know, he got he, he got up pregnant, and they decided to keep the baby. Even though in the back of his mind, he probably didn't really want to keep the baby. But they tell him to keep the baby, and next thing you know, he becomes a father. He's instant father. And so now he's like, okay, I got a seed in the world. Now how am I, you know, he's not even thinking about how he's going to foster or raise that child. He's not thinking about that. He's not thinking about that. All he's thinking about, oh, you know, as long as my, my child got some new Jordans on, as long as my child got some new got some new the new, latest gear on, long as my child got the uh, 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 a roof over their head, and the roof could be substandard, it don't matter, you see, because a lot of these young black people who are having children, they just, they're, their children are like dolls to them, a lot of these young girls who have children, they're nothing but extended dolls to them, like, you know how you give a child, a, a young girl, a doll baby, you know how they give a young girl a doll baby, and she's playing with the doll baby? but she's not really uh, equipped to be a mother. To her, it's like a big game. It's just like a mini-me, that mini-me stuff, and my little doll baby, and it's cute to them because they buying clothes for the baby. They putting baby Jordans on them and pink and all this other stuff and dressing them up. But like I said, when they got to deal with the baby crying at night, when they got to deal with the baby uh, emotions and things like that, when they have to deal with issues like that, they don't really want to be mothers. It just It's the same way when it comes to getting married. They like the whole wedding thing. They love the whole idea of the wedding, the ceremony, but right after the wedding, the marriage is what turns them off. They like the wedding ceremony, but they don't like the marriage that comes after that, what's expected of them as, what's expected of them as a wife. They don't like that part. Same way they like the whole, uh, uh, um, uh, um, you know, uh, um, getting pregnant, and talking about their baby coming and all this other stuff, they like all of that, but they ain't ready for the motherhood that the motherhood and the and the and the, nur- and the, and the uh, 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 nurturing that that child needs afterwards. See, 
that's when they're going to start becoming cold. When the, when the daughter is crying, when she's upset, when she needs somebody to talk to, who's she going to talk to? Because nine times out of ten, her mother is, like, in her 20s, or like, you know, 19, 20 years old. She's too young. She ain't experienced nothing. She ain't experienced nothing to talk to her daughter. You see, you have to have patience and wisdom in dealing with a child. You have to have patience and wisdom, and you have to show those children maturity so that they learn maturity. They know how to conduct themselves. They know how to carry themselves through the world. They know what is appropriate and what's inappropriate. The reason why a lot of these children don't know what's appropriate or inappropriate in the world today is because they don't have uh, parents who are mature. They have immature parents. You, you see these little girls out here acting wild and, or these little boys out here acting wild and crazy and whatnot. Go home and follow them home. See who, see who answers the door. See who answers the door when you get home, when, they, when you get home to them, if you get in their house and whatnot. See who answers the door. Right? I bet you any amount of money, it's a young person, a young a person that looks like they could be more like their sister or brother than their actual parent. You see, I guarantee you that. Right? Am I coming in clear? I want to make sure before I continue, I'm coming in clear. Right? Let me make sure I'm coming in clear. All right? But see, this is key. And like I said, a lot of people were down on me when I said, when I talked about the older brothers getting with the younger sisters and whatnot. They were down and they were trying to say, oh, see, new, and you just want older men to have young young pieces of women and one young tail and whatnot. You know, all that, all that, oh, that's, all, that's not why I said that. Not at all. Not at all. I said young women in their childbearing years need men who are like father figures. They need that. They need men who are like father figures, men who are mature, who they can talk to, who they can defer to. You see, who they can, who the men who, who, who those men, those men who can build up those women into a state of maturity. Those men who can build those women up into a state of maturity. You see, exactly, for that wisdom. For that wisdom, because, uh, like I said, a husband or a partner is really supposed to replace your father. He's supposed to replace your father. You see? That's why they say the, uh, the, uh, the first man that the girl loves is her father, her daddy. Because that's the man who's going to be the mold of what her husband is supposed to be, what the father of her children is supposed to be. And he's supposed to be older than her. And not just by a few years. He's supposed to be much older than her, at least, at least twice her age, because he had the experience stuff. He has to be the mature one, you see. Now, for the young people that's having children and whatnot and all that, you know, like I said, I'm not telling you that what you're doing is wrong. You're going to do what you're going to do. Do I advise it? No. You know, you, but you're going to do what you do. Hopefully it works out. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it does. And sometimes people get into these relationships and they got to tough it through. They got to tough it out through. It's like, in other words, you get pregnant by somebody who your age or younger than you or around your same age and young women and whatnot, and you're just forced to have to tough it out. Because you want to keep the same pattern, but don't be surprised if you are, because I've said this before, women mature faster than men when it comes to things like this. This is why, like I said, y'all have a very short window of the time you're to have children. You have a very short window, really 20 years. If you want to be real about it, 20 years is the best time between, well, actually, from the time, really, from the time you, 19, which I said I don't advise 19 or 20, 19 years old to start having children in your teens. I think you should be out of your teens at least 20 years old to 
before you start having children. You should be at least 20 years old out of your teens because you're supposed to be saying goodbye to your teens. You should not be no, it should be no teenage mothers. There should be no teenage mothers. You should be thoroughly out of your, your teens. You should have out, let that part of your life go. That part of your life, your teenage years should be gone. There should be no teenage mothers. You should start having babies when you're 20, and you have a 20-year window from 20 to 40. 40 is when you should stop. 40 is when it should be cut off. Really, 20, 20, you get 20 to 40. 20 to 40. You see? As soon as you hit 40, that's the time it's supposed to cut off. You get a 20-year window to have children. That's just enough. You shouldn't be having no children past 40. In all actuality, I mean, you have some women that do it. I'm not saying you can't, but should should you? Ideally, no. No. See, men, they can have children from the time, from 13 years old till they start making sperm till they die. See, this is why, like I said, this is why I said men should wait until they can have children at least till they get 40 years old. 30, like, like at least I say like, I, I'm, like I said, I'm going to just say 40. Just like that, off top, 40. Men should wait till they're 40 to have children because you can have children all the way to the day you die. Now, the window for men to have children should be really, realistically, let's just say you start at 35. The window should be from 35 to 55 for men. That should be the window for men to have children in this society, from 35 to 55. You should stop having children at 55 years old because you want to grow up with your children. For a woman, it should be 20 to 40. For a man, it should be 35 to 55. 20 years. That's just enough. You see, young guy, young men, like I said, in their 20s, you can have children. Yeah, of course. Of course, but is it to be done? Is it to be done? You got to think about your children. You see, you have to think about your children. 35 to 55 is excellent for a man. Right? And 20 to 40 is excellent for a woman. So if you should happen to get with a woman, and like I said, you should make sure you're at least twice her age or like at least 10 to 15 years older than her. That's ideal. A woman should not be older than a man. She should not. She should not be the same age as a man. Again, I'm not telling people that they, I mean, ideally I'm telling you it works. You see, parents, look at older men who have children. They're more, they're more uh, attentive to their children. They're more intuitive to their children because they had a chance to grow as men. They had a chance to live in the world. They're not still boys in training. They're not still boys in training. Okay? Same thing with the women. They had a chance to grow as women. They're not, and they, when they get to their 20s and whatnot, hopefully they should have, be in a relationship or connected to a man who's twice their age some man who got can mature them, some man who got wisdom who can speak to them, and they're ready to receive it because nothing matures a woman faster than a man. Dealing with a real man, you're not going to mature as a woman dealing with a guy who's your age. You're not going to mature as a woman dealing with a young boy. You are not going to mature as a woman when you're in your 20s and you're dealing with a man in his 20s. You're not going to mature fast like that. You see, that's why I said women got to mature on their own. A lot of times if you women are having children in your 20s, you are maturing on your own. And that's fine, but it's not good when the man you're with is not maturing along with you. You'll find that the men that you're with nine times a ten, he's in his 20s, he's not maturing with you. He's not. 
you are maturing faster than him. This is why you'll be more uh, apt to be about, you know, security. Once you once you have a child, you're more focused on the security of the child. Can he take care of the child? Can he provide? Can he protect and whatnot? That's what you that's what you're thinking about. You're thinking about a man providing and protecting because if you if you grew up in a household with a father, if you grew up in a household with a father, with a man, a man, a real man. Not a male, but a real man. If you grew up in the house with a father figure, a real man, then you know what it is like to have a father who provides and protects. You know what that's like. You know what it's like to have a father that provides and protects. Even my father, like I said, my father, for the most part, was a good father. I'm just using that personally. But my father didn't really get stable as far as money and working a decent job until he was in his 30s, like 34, 35 years old. He started working for transit authority for the city. In his 20s, he was scrambling around trying to, you know, hustle up and get money and things like that. That's not what you're supposed to be doing as a child. But that would have been the right time for him to start having children. Like I said, around 35, 40, because that's around the time you usually got your stuff together. You see, that's usually around the time you got your stuff together. You shouldn't be arguing with each other over money in your 20s, your spouse or whatever. Your children shouldn't see that. Your children shouldn't see no arguing amongst the mother and father. They should see harmony amongst their parents. You shouldn't have to because your children can read that on you. They can read frustration when mommy got to tell daddy to go out here and get a job or you got to go out here and make more money. We're not making enough money. They're going to get frustrated with it. Your children see all of that. They're very receptive to that. You see, when when the father's not playing his role as a father, being the provider and the protector, because that's what a father is supposed to be to a child, a provider and a protector. The daughter is supposed to see that and the son is supposed to see that. It's important or else you're going to mess with their maturity levels. You're going to leave behind a bunch of immature children, big overgrown children. See, because when a daughter sees a father who is mature, who is strong, firm, who is provider and protector, but she doesn't want for anything that child doesn't want for anything. She feels provided for and protected. That's the type of man she's going to go and get in her life. She's going to get a man who marries her father, as she should, a man who's older than her. That's what she's going to prefer. She's not going to want to deal with some young guy who's just trying to get in her pants. You see, that's all, and end up getting her pregnant or putting miles on her vagina because she horny. She's going to be taught much better by a mother. She should be taught much better by a mother who has the wisdom of being with an older man and, giving, and sharing that wisdom. You see how things go when you have everything in alignment? You have the father who's older, the mother who's younger, so she can teach her daughter because her daughter is going to be more receptive because the mother has somewhat of that youth, but she's not immature because she's being moved forward by that man. She's being guided forward by that man. That man's been in the world. Okay? So, like I said, it used to be, because it used to be a time back in the day where when a, when a girl gets a certain age, when she gets a certain age, like they used to, back in the day, about 17, 18 years old, probably a little early, 16, 17, whatnot, the father, a man, a man uh, he started looking for a man for his daughter. A man, not no young man, somebody who, who you, know, you know, probably in age, like, say she's 17, 18 years old, so the man might be 30 years old, 31 back in the day, in his 30s. You see, decent man and whatnot. He's going to go and be like, you know what? He's going to be like, yo, I want, you know, this man, they're going to start, you know, forming a relationship, man-to-man relationship, and he's going to give his daughter, who should be a virgin, he's going to give his daughter to that man. 
because they're friends, they're brothers, they trust each other. He trusts his daughter. He's entrusting his daughter with a, a man, a real man who he has respect for, because that's how things used to happen. The father used to choose the husband for the daughter. That's how that worked. You see, there was a relationship there. The father had a relationship with the, uh, with the husband. They had an understanding as men. This is my daughter. This is my prized possession. I took care of her. I protected her. I'm passing her over to you. I'm giving her over to you so that you can provide and protect because she is a precious possession. She is a prized possession. Now, am I saying it's wrong to call a woman a possession? No, because if you are charged to take care of a child, if you are charged to take care of a child, provide and protect as a man, then that is your prized possession because you're going to take care of what you consider to be your own. You're not going to take care of something that is not your own. You're going to take care of what's your own, as you should. That's why men don't play when it comes to their daughters, man. No, they, they shouldn't. A lot of you nowadays, you don't even know what these niggas nowadays, because a lot of these young guys, like I said, a lot of these niggas don't have daughters in their 20s, and when a lot of these guys, like I said, my, my age, that's why I'm glad I didn't have any children in my early years. A lot of these guys, they had daughters, guys I came up with, they daughters out here in the streets. Lost. They daughters out here in the streets. Doing nothing. Being nothing. About nothing. They ain't got no man. They probably had several boyfriends. They out here in the world. You know, their father's all liberal and whatnot about them dating and having boyfriends, basically having guys up here using their body for sex and, and discarding them. They okay with that. You see, that's what happens when you have young fathers who don't put energy into their daughters like that. Because they got a lot of growing up to do. Now, like I said, am I saying that you don't have young brothers out there who uh, some of them are mature? That Yeah, that happens. That's an, you have a few exceptions, you do. But the exception does not set the rule. The exception does not set the rule. You see, it never did. The exception does not set the rule. That's why, like I said, immature behavior becomes mental abuse to your children. If you don't give them what they need to grow, if you don't give them what they need to grow into adults, that's why I said you have to raise adults, not children. We don't raise children. We raise adults, meaning that our intention, our intention is to raise adults. So we start off by talking to them as we would talk to another adult. We don't talk down to our children. We don't talk down to them. We don't talk in baby voices to our children. You see, we don't do that. We don't talk down to our children. We don't talk in baby voices to our children. We don't do that. Okay? Because we want to raise adults. We don't allow our children to watch Sesame Street and, 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 and damn uh, 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 electric, all that other nonsense that come on, the Muppets and all that silly stuff, because we're raising adults. But see, who, who do you know let let their children watch that kind of stuff? These young these young parents, these young parents let their children watch the stupid stuff. You see, thus creating a false a false illusion an illusion in their mind for their children, creating an illusion in the minds of the children about puppets talking and dogs talking and things like that. You know, no, no. If you're going to have children's books, they should be adult themes, meaning that they should be teaching a lesson. If you're going to have children's books with illustration and artwork, it should be having adult themes. And when I say it, I don't mean anything dirty or negative or something. I mean like mature themes as far as 
you know, ways of thinking and whatnot, morality, law, order. Those are the type of books that children should be reading, books on law and order if you're going to be reading books that have illustrations and things like that so they can learn real lessons, lifelong lessons that are going to, that's going to mature them into adults. They shouldn't be sitting somewhere watching damn Barney and Sesame Street and some other nonsense. But like I said, it's usually young parents who take their children and stuff like that because the young parents still got a childlike mentality. So they think that that's fun for their children to watch. They think that's fun. They think it's fun for their children to watch a bunch of stupid nonsense. You see, that's that's a form of mental abuse. When you put this nonsense in the minds of your children, then next thing you know, they become a bunch of teenagers and they're walking around still like overgrown children. They're on TikTok. They on all these stupid uh, uh, um, social media sites, which are nothing but meeting places for overgrown children. A lot of these uh, um, TikTok and all this, and people making videos and all this stupid stuff. You see, and now you see these older people. Like I said, you older people, you are really. I'm seeing people in their 50s and 60s on TikTok making stupid ass videos, like children and stuff like that. That just goes to show you the children, the childlike mentality has even overtaken the so-called elders. They have lost their mind. Because now they're trying to hang on to their youth. But, again, hanging on to your youth does not mean you have to embrace immaturity. Hanging on to your youth does not mean you have to embrace immaturity. I'm going to say it one more time. Hanging on to your youth does not mean you have to embrace immaturity. You see? And that's what a lot of you people have done. And meanwhile, back at the ranch, the children are left alone to raise themselves. And that's what you're seeing. The children, like, damn, my mother and father too busy into too busy uh, into growing up themselves. So I gotta raise myself. That's why you let your children go out here. You don't care about what kind of friends they got. You ain't got no proper discernment. Why does that happen? Because nine times out of ten, the, um, the child has parents who still got a childlike mentality. See, you have to have an adult mindset when it comes to your children. You ain't got ain't no more childlike mentality when they come around. No more childlike mentality when they're born. You have to be straight up adults. You have to grow up. You have to be straight up adults. Ain't no growing into this. Ain't no growing up with your children. I hate when people talk about, I grew up with my children. I had to grow up with my No, ain't no growing up with your children. You're supposed to be growing up already before you have children. What the hell are you talking about? Your children, if, 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 your children don't need no parent to grow up with. You know what you call a parent to grow up with their children? You call them sisters and brothers. Like a lot of these young kids look like they look like they were walking around with their sisters and brothers that be their children. They you think they walking around with their sisters and brothers that be their damn children they walking around with. And I done seen that. I done seen that. And uh, like I said, uh, I seen young kids like teenagers still up on TikTok, on the gram, on Facebook, and all these other stuff, social media, and they got a child, and they and they not even they, they basically abusing the child because. They, I'm watching them letting the child run all over the place. They they on their cell phone. Child just running off, pretty baby. The child running off by itself. By Some child molester could snatch the child up. Child could run in the street. They, want, they on their cell phone. They on, they, the, the guy who's supposed to be the baby father, he's talking foolishness to some other clowns on the phone and whatnot. He a young guy. And like I said, why does that happen? Why does that happen? That happens because, like I said, they're not ready for children because they're still children. Children should not have children. 
adults are supposed to have children. You see, adults are supposed to have children. Children are not supposed to have children. Adults are supposed to have children. And like I said, if you if you if you put a lot of these, like I said, a lot of these young guys together, and I'm, and I'm gonna say this too, if a lot of these young guys, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, if a lot of these young guys in their twenties, if they had the choice to wait later, these young guys that got children now, a lot of these guys, if they had the choice to wait later, they would, because nine times out of ten, some 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 female done uh, uh, done uh, 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 you know he done he got too excited, and he impregnated the girl. And whatnot, and he's like, "Oh well, I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna be a dad now." But he's not all that enthusiastic about it. It's not like something he planned or wanted. You see, you have children who are planned to want it. My daughter was planned. She was wanted. She was planned. I wanted a daughter. I want sons, which I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have more children. I planned my children. I didn't want to be a young father. People keep saying, "Oh, finally you." No, I planned that. I didn't want to be a young father. Because I saw my my friends who I came up with, they were not good fathers. They were not. I saw that they were not good fathers, and I see their children today who are grown and they're walking around with nothing to contribute to the world. I would have been a terrible father as a young man because I still had a lot of growing up to do. I still had a lot of growing up to do, a lot of things to see, a lot of things to experience and understand, or ultrastand before I can pass that wisdom on to my child. You see, when when an older father raises a daughter, he's gonna raise a real woman. An older father raises a son, he's gonna raise a real man because he's gonna give all that wisdom, all that knowledge that that child needs of his experiences and what not to what to look out for in the world. You see, he's gonna teach that child that. You see, he ain't gonna be sitting around talking about, oh, I can't take my son to go sneaker shopping or shoe shop because I gotta get me a pair of Jordans. You know, why I can't get a pair of Jordans? I gotta, you know, I I gotta, you know, I don't want to feed this little nigger. That's this young generation right here. Yo, why 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 she can't get wick or welfare or something like Section Eight to help feed the baby? That's the young generation right here. You see, because they really didn't want no children in the first place. You see, they really didn't want any children in the first place. You guys, like I said, when you can have a baby with a lot of these young guys, they'll tell you, oh, yeah, they happy. And when, oh, yeah, my baby. But they, they, it's not that they really wanted the baby. It's like, okay, I'm in this situation. I like the girl. You know, I still want to mess with her. Because nine times out of ten, the reason these guys stay around because they still want to lay up with the girl who got, they got pregnant. They, they And they feel like a lot, or a lot of times these guys, they'll get girls pregnant because they like the girl and whatnot. And they want to trap her and they want to keep her so they'll get her pregnant real fast just so that they don't have, just so they can keep the woman. You see, they don't care about the children. They, they the child, because you've got males who play this game. They want to keep the female, so what they do is they have, go ahead and get her pregnant. You see, they'll go get her pregnant just so that she said, oh, now we got a child together. But he don't give a damn about that child. Exactly, using children as pawns. That's real. Same way you got these females out here who trap men, you know, trap these males out here, these young males. It's the same way you got these young males out here who trap these females, these young females. They're playing games, man. They're using the children as a pawn. They don't care about them children, and you can see it in how they raise the children. You can see they don't care about the children. You see? You can see it. Exactly. That's what they do. 
They don't care about these children. So then who suffers? The child suffers. The child suffers mentally when they got to be out in the street. Next thing you know, your child is in a goddamn gang somewhere or your child is at their friend house somewhere getting touched or molested by somebody because you don't care where your child is at. You don't care who house they over. Or where they at? They spend the night at a friend house. You don't know this friend. You're a young guy. You don't care. You don't think it's important to know who your child is around, what kind of music. You see a lot of these young niggas out here, they listen to trap music with all this monkey language on it, and they got their children listening to that. They chosen a coherent, clearly five, six years old. They got their blasting the monkey music and all kind of degenerate messages. They child is being programmed by that. You got some of these niggas out here tattooing their children. You know this young guy's doing this. You see? This is this this is who this is who's raising children. You see? Or children have to raise themselves nowadays. Because they don't have nobody to raise them. They don't have nobody to raise them. They're lost. The babies are lost because, again, they have immature parents, parents who have not grown to become real men and real women. Again, the woman becomes a woman when she has an older man to take from. Like I said, if she had a father in her life that was the first older man, see, that's set up like that for a reason. The father is the first figure of the man that she's supposed to see. If she has, if she has a male for a father, if she has a damn male or some absentee father, some guy who just was a sperm donor and was around, or she got some weak ass male who's a father, then again, guess what? Guess what she gonna go out and get? Guess what she gonna go out and get? Guess who she gonna bring back home? She ain't bringing no man home. She gonna bring home a boyfriend, a, bo- a boy, and he gonna end up having her pregnant. You know, they doing it like rabbits. They screwing all over the place, doing it. They young. They doing it like rabbits and whatnot. They having fun and all this other stuff. And next thing you know, she pop up pregnant. Who's going to take care of that baby? You see, was a time where you women, you looked, you looked for men who, who were stern, who were older, and who were, who were solid, who were solid, who could take care of children, who would put their put they lives on the line and whatnot to protect their family, who we know was dependable, they could depend on. Now, y'all just look for a nigga who cute. Oh, he look good. He cute. He, he, he look how he dressed, look his clothes. He look good. Yeah, he, he got some cute eyes. He got, some, he got nice complexion. I definitely want to have a baby with him. He makes some pretty babies. That's all y'all care about now. That's all you care about. You don't care about nothing else. I'm not saying you're not supposed to have you would like you would like to have a partner who's decent looking, nice looking, so you have a nice looking child. But like I said, that's not the biggest thing. So that you as you can see with this generation, that is the biggest thing. As you can see with this generation, that is the biggest thing. The biggest thing is how good you look. That's the biggest thing. How fine you are, how handsome you are, how whatever you are. That's the biggest thing. You see. Nothing else matters. And this is why the children suffer. See, because what you all understand is once you start having children, it ain't about you no more. It's about them. They're the future. You got to put all your energy into them. You have now just entered into parenthood, and it's all about their lives and you raising them up. It ain't about you no more. You got to get your jollies where you can get them. You got to get your little jollies off wherever you can get them. That's why you have a husband that's for that, your man that's for that. Y'all have y'all a little time, but like I said, y'all time together, but it's really about them children. 
It's about them children. You ain't supposed to have you supposed to have a father for your children. You ain't supposed to have no boyfriend or somebody or you you separate or you single and you got somebody as a substitute father. You got you you'll see anything nowadays for a sub, for a substitute man, a father. You'll see a damn dyke, damn butch lesbian, the nigga woman don't went as far as to go get a butch lesbian to replace a man. You see, they don't went as far as to do that. Or they'll get some simp, some boyfriend who play who playing daddy. He ain't really with them. And next thing you know, you find out years later he's been touching your child. That's your damn fault. That's your fault. You pick a bunch of losers to lay with and have babies with a bunch of young baby boy ass Negroes or whatever the hell you laying with. And then when they don't take when they don't stand up as men and take care of the children, you up here acting like you shot. That's what killed me with you so-called black females. You act like you shot when you when these niggas leave you and don't want to take care of the baby and abandon you and tell you to get Section 8 welfare and curse you out because you're taking away from their Jordan money. And then you got to go down to court and put these niggas on child support and all this silly shit. That's what you, you, you bring that on yourself. You bring it on yourself. You bring that all on yourself because of your bad choices. You see, like I said, who suffers for your bad choices? Your child suffers for your bad choices. Your child suffers. Your child suffers for your bad choices. You see, and they will continue to suffer for your bad choices. Because, like I said, you refuse to make the right decision when it comes to raising adults. Again, that's because you are immature. The maturity levels are off. The maturity levels are off. You see, tell you women all the time, the man is supposed to be older than the woman for a reason. And like I said, you got couples out here who did it, y'all made your bed, that's fine. Make the best of it as much as you can do at this point in time in your life. But for those of you who have, who, you know, uh, those of you for uh, childbearing years, and you and you have older men. You say you have older men that you're dealing with, older men you're talking to, whatever the case may be. Then you better embrace that. Any older man, not any. I, what I mean by that is, you know, if that man is older, that man should always be older than you. Always should always be older than you. Like I said, ideally, ten to fifteen or more older than you. Definitely not not over twenty. Not over 25, I should say. Not over 25 years at least. But that should be at least, you understand, the, the breaking point. The man should be at least ha- more more than half your age. He should be at least half your age. Anything over that, that's a little sketchy. But like I said, the man should be at least uh, a half your age. Or I should make more than half your age. Yeah, yeah, follow what I'm saying. I'm saying it wrong, but you know what I mean. He had to live at least twice as long as you lived. You see, but if you're going to get somebody that's younger, I would at least say if you've done that, you should at least start at least seven to ten years if you're going to do that. I don't advise it, but that's the cutoff point. At least seven to ten years, the man should be older than you, seven to ten years. You see, that's ideal. If you're going to go young, but you get the best out of a man who's had more experience, who's older, you get the best. I'm not saying that some some uh, a 20-year-old woman should be with a 60-year-old man. Of course not. I'm not saying that. That's too much of a gap. 
you see. But twice that age is fine. A man twice your age is fine. That's what you're supposed to have because it's going to mature you. And that's what your child needs. Your child needs a mature mother because, again, being with a mature man, a woman ain't going to have no other choice but to soak up that maturity. She's going to have no other choice. She's going to soak up that maturity. You see, she's going to soak up all that, 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 all that maturity, that energy from that man. She's going to soak up that maturity. Because when that's all, that's all she has to interact with. See, when she interacting with a man who's twice her age, like I said, and she and she sees this man that she's interacting with who's twice her age, she's gonna be like, damn. Oh, well, that's all the conversation. It's gonna be adult conversation, mature conversation. Now, is it gonna be the same conversation as if she talking to somebody who's the same age as her or around her age? You think it's gonna be the same conversation? Which 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 level of conversation you think a nine times out of ten is gonna be better? You tell me which level of conversation gonna be better, the guy who got age or the guy who older. You tell me. You see, and again, this is not to take shots at the young guys because, like I said, I was a young, a younger man myself at one time. I still consider myself a young man, you know, but I was a younger man. You see, and I was like, you know, I didn't know a damn thing. All I, all I cared about was gaming the girls and, you know, getting in their pants or whatever as a young man is. That's what all young men think about. That's what they think about. They ain't thinking about no family. They're not thinking about that. Nine times out of ten. Now, like I said, you got some exceptions. You do. I'm not going to take away from the brothers who say, oh, I wanted a family when I was in my 20s and things. You got some exceptions, but the exceptions don't set the rules. I don't, it don't set the rules. The exception is not the rule. The rule of thumb is nine times a tenth. You got an older father, a mature, uh, a mature man. He's going to set the tone and frequency at the head of the family for how your how you how this woman going to be and how the children are going to be. He's going to set the tone for that. He's going to set the tone and conversation, the direction y'all going in, what y'all should be doing, what activities you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. You got some baby boy ass niggas sitting up there. Yeah, well, well, what are we going to eat for dinner? Oh, I don't know. Uh, get some pizza or something. Ooh, whatever. You know, what y'all tell you? Oh, he's sitting up here watching Sesame Street with y'all. You see? He's sitting up here watching uh, 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 watching uh, uh, the gram or Instagram, whatever, whatever, some stupid nonsense with y'all. You see, so keep that in mind. Y'all have to grow into that. Maturity is something you grow into. You see, and like I said, if you do not have that mature mindset when it comes to your children, they're going to suffer. They're going to suffer in ways that you would not even imagine. Because they're going to go out here and they're going to seek some sort of guidance from anyone who is older in place of you because they're not getting it from you. They're going to seek guidance from someplace else. And nine times out of ten, it's going to be the wrong person they seek out. We'll be right back. You've changed. That sparkle in your eye has gone. Your smile is just a careless young. You're bringing my heart. You 
in their 20s, early 20s, when young people show up, two young people show up in the hospital, or especially teenagers show up in the hospital and the mother gives birth birth to a baby, you do know that the hospital and those agencies, you know, the ones that take your children, they target in that that couple. They watch them, you know, they focus in and zero in on them. You know that, right? Those, Those young children, those young couples like that, when they have children, they they keep a very close eye on them. All right. You know why they do that? Because that's the, that that's them looking for a way to eventually come in and take their baby. See, because the system they want to take your children. They want to take your baby, especially bronze children. They want your babies. You don't really see them taking Caucasian babies like that or anything, but they want your babies especially. They, so they look for anything. They look for any reason. They don't take them other races. They don't take no Asian babies. I ain't never heard them taking no Asian babies. I ain't never heard them taking no Arab babies or any other. Because those people have, like, somewhat of a culture. But they usually like looking bronze babies. And sometimes some Latino ones, once in the blue moon. But mostly bronze, so they want your children. So they want to hear about you being negligent or not taking care of your children or you not providing the right uh, um, um, the type of care for them, you know they like they have um, they have pediatricians, doctors who if your baby say is born a little underweight and the baby is not at a certain weight at a certain time, they're going to report you to the authorities and they're going to come to your house 
whether you like it or not, and they're going to look into your house, and they're going to have a court order, and they could take your children. See, they expect that to happen with young, with young couples. They already expect that young couples don't know what they're doing. You see, the beast already knows that. That's why he sits on them and waits on them and, and checks them out. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me, everybody heard of that before. They wait on those young couples. You see? They keep an eye on them so they could come and swoop in and take their children. I've heard that happen over and over again. A lot of children that are in the system, right? A lot of the children that are in the system are bronze children who are born of young parents. You see? A lot of bronze, a lot of children that are in the system, in the foster care system, they're born to bronze parents. And they sit and you see the mass majority. You know why the mass majority, and I bet you look it up, the mass majority of bronze children that are in the system are born to um, young parents. You see, young parents who've been fighting, you know, arguing over money, been too abusive with the child, neglect for the child, all this other stuff. They'll be the first ones to let the child get all the damn vaccinations and whatnot, you know, uh, underfeeding the child, whatever the case may be. They do all of it. This is what happens when you got young people in charge of children, you see, when they are immature. The beast is sitting around looking for ways to take those children. Exactly. Young children are easy prey. They are. Exactly. See, the beast knows that. How many, how often do you, which now, 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 let's change the scenario. If a man in his 40s or 50s or whatever, he comes and he, he brings in his woman who in her 20s or 30s and they have a child, you think the BCW and all them, they're going to be at that man's door? You think they're going to be checking for them? You think they're going to be checking to see how they take care of the baby because they're already going to feel, oh, they ask the age of the father. And why do you think they ask that? They ask the age of the father, yeah, for the birth certificate, but also so they can scope that out. You see? You don't never see them coming to no older couples doing that because they already know the older couples know what time it is, especially if the man is older. He already know what time it is. He already on his thing. He already know, nah, you ain't saying, nah, my baby's good. You don't see no old, them doing that to the older man. A young boy, they can manipulate. Young boy, they can tell, oh, you know, such and such and such. They just basically, they tell young young people anything to take your child. And you already know what's going to happen once the child gets taken by the beast. You know they're going to get a bunch of vaccinations. You know that, and then they're going to get thrown into the foster system where they're going to be with some damn degenerates who are going to be touching on them. They're going to go, they're going to go to some degenerates, some um, either some damn LGBT or some damn uh, uh, immigrant coons who gonna be uh, uh, who just trying to take your children so they can get a foster check? Don't care about your children, and hopefully they ain't touching your child, ain't molesting them, ain't feeling them up, or doing some freaky stuff with them because that's what happens. You see, that's what they, that's what they do to your children. That's what they do to your children when you're immature, you don't know how to how, how to raise your children. That's what they do to them. That's how they destroy your family. I'm giving you the reality tonight, man. This is real. I know people may not like, oh, you know, this is, this is what really happens, and this is why. This is why, because you got immature people raising children, you see. They don't know how to raise children. They were not trained to raise children. They don't know how or why or when or what to do to, to raise these children. They don't know. They're just oblivious. They're just like, it's just having a baby, and they're just, just whatever, you see. Because you got one partner who halfway don't even want to be in it all the way. His heart ain't all the way in it. He's still thinking about having fun. You see, he don't want to hear no baby crying all night. You see, he's still young. He want to be smoking his weed. 
He want to be chasing shorties. He want to go sneaker shopping. He want to hang out with his boys. He want to listen to trap music. And a baby is just not in the plans for that. A baby is not in the plans for that. He, that's, not, that's not in the plan. So half the time, if they take the baby, a lot of times deep down inside, these little niggas is happy the baby got taken. They happy, whether you know it or not. They happy when the child goes to foster care on the low. You know what I'm saying? They happy. Now they ain't got to deal with that. They be like, yo, how my baby doing? They foster care. Yo, they all right? Yeah, all right. that's all they're going to say. All right, baby, you all right? They ain't really that going too hard to get their children back. They not. Because they really didn't want them in the first place. They didn't. Because if you really want children, you prepare for children. You prepare yourself mentally for children. You prepare yourself financially for children. You prepare yourself physically for all the patience that you're going to have to have in the world when it comes to raising them. You're going to have to have all the patience in the world. You see, when it comes to raising children, you see, and I, like I said, you got some of these people, like I see young couple, they kill their children, man. They don't mean to. They all rough with the children. They all rough. They don't know how to be gentle with the children. They, the baby crying. They shaking the baby. What's wrong with you? They shaking the baby. The baby die. They lose their temper. They don't know how to deal with it. They don't have no patience because, again, they still have to mind the children themselves. They have not developed yet. You see? They haven't developed yet. This is why you're losing your children. This is why you even lose them to lose them to the system. Or a lot of these young girls just get an abortion. They just opt out getting an abortion. You see? Because they're not mature. They weren't mature mentally to not even not even use protection when they're having sex. They wouldn't even mature mentally to use protection when they're having sex. You know they ain't gonna be mature enough to raise no child. Because for you to just you know, for you to just, just like be cavalier about having an abortion and getting abortions being cavalier about that. That's that that's that culture right there of that immature mindset. It's like throwing away garbage. You look at having having an abortion, a lot of you black females look at it like throwing away garbage. That's your mentality. You just throw away a whole goddamn child in the garbage. And the beast now tells you you could kill your baby up to eight months old. You kill your baby up to eight months old. You could take the baby out, the head, everything, arms, everything, cut the baby right out. That's what the goddamn beast tell you. You could carry the baby up to seven, eight months. If you should try to change your mind, you could kill your baby right on the spot. You do know that's a law here in New York City. Carry that baby. You got some sick-ass demonic females who do stuff like that. They'll carry the baby all the way up to eight, eight and a half, almost nine months ready to, ready to deliver. I don't want this baby no more. They go get an abortion. They can go get a damn abortion. That's how sick these, how sick the beast is and how sick these immature females are. Because they lie to them a bipolar, they're mentally off, you see. They walking around, they mad, they, they mad, they pregnant, they, they ain't what they turned out to be. And this nigga ain't staying around them. You know, he, he he's still going out hollering at shorty, screwing this one, ain't giving them no time. So they already depressed, they bored, it ain't work out how they thought it would when they felt they were going to trap them into having a baby. They work out the way they thought so. They ready to get an abortion. Oh, it's eight months. Oh, well, so what? So what? I got my rights. You see, I got my rights. It ain't, the baby ain't uh, the baby ain't born yet, so the baby ain't alive. I can still get an abortion. That's what the ignorant black female argument is. Oh, the baby, the baby ain't alive yet. Yeah, it ain't come out my body, so the baby ain't alive. Forget the forget the fact that you've been the baby been growing inside you, and the baby has been alive for uh, eight months. 
because you do know that, and it goes show you how hypocritical the so-called white man is. He'll tell you that if you say if you kill a woman and she's pregnant with a baby, a fetus in her, then that's double homicide. They'll tell you that. They'll tell you if you kill a woman who's pregnant and she has a baby and she has that fetus inside her, when you kill her, you you just committed two murders. So then why is it that the doctors who tell you you can get an abortion, why is that not murder on a child if if you kill kill a woman with the baby in her? That's double murder. You consider it like that. But then if you, like I said, you, they could kill a baby. They could kill a baby up to eight months in an abortion. You see? So that that's just goes to show you. That's the damn beast right there. Because he really doing that. He really, that's really for, he wanted to do that to bronze children, man. They want bronze children to suffer. Because that ain't for white children. They ain't going to tell a white woman, oh, you can get an abortion in eight months. Because they ain't trying to tell a white woman that. They're trying to give her all kinds of help and alternatives or whatever. Oh, you could get your child adopted by a nice white couple and things like that. When it's your black ass, oh, yeah, you could kill your baby up to eight months. Or when they're born, you give, you give them to the foster care system and two faggots will be raising your baby. Two white faggots will be raising your baby. Or a black and white one. They give your sons over there. They could be raising your sons into a, into a homosexual. You see? This is the mentality. This is the mentality of the society. And you so-called black people have become engulfed in this society. Let me take a call. 470, you're on the air. Menzak, Menzo, Scott Z. Menzak. This is just another thing to think about also. Um, you know, like you have premature, you have preemies. They're born, they end up, you know, living strong, healthy, productive lives and whatnot from five months to six months to seven months to eight months. Premature. Uh-huh. Born, thriving, intelligent, everything. But, you know, just that was just something I wanted to add. Well, I mean, are you saying it in reference to a child, somebody oh, being well, born? I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying it in reference to uh, how they actually allow these young black females or whoever females to uh, commit murder on their own children, preferably the young bronze females. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. It but is murder. Again, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. They, like I said, that child is alive at six, five, six, seven, eight months. That child's alive from from conception, man. That child's alive from conception. They just tell them. They, right. they, they from just tell them that so they can feel. They just tell them that so they can feel better about killing their children. That's all. Right. It's like if I, if we can't have your children, you can't either. No. Exactly. They don't want they don't want bronze children. They they don't want bronze children being born no more. They really don't. They want gray children. They want white and gray and children. They, pretty they don't want well, bronze children being born. Another thought uh, just occurred. They pretty well uh have already calculated their own uh earthbound demise based on the you know, their own statistics about how they can't reproduce the same way they're actually, you know, dying out. Mhm. Yep. The mortality yep. rate. It's like just it's been a heightened with the solar uh showers, it's been like a heightened uh shelf age on these humans. Oh yeah. So that's 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 the stem that's where where the uh the desperation is coming from. 
it's accelerating it's accelerating their pace. It's accelerating their life. And you're right, the desperation, when you are desperate, you angry, you lash out at every and everyone. So they see the so-called black people, for the most part, being still born uh, relatively healthy. So another thing they hate about our children, our children are born, they don't have no real defects or none of this. They don't have no birth defects, no weird things going on with them and whatnot. They don't have that. And they don't like the fact that our children don't come into the world and they don't have no mental issues, no physical issues, no uh, uh, impairments and whatnot. They hate that because a lot of these, these human babies, they come into the world, they all they they, they got some kind of problem, and they're going to have to stay, at for the most part, stay at the damn uh, uh, vet, I mean the uh, pediatrician. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. You can't even, like, even, like, myself, personally, I remember the womb. I remember... I, I, I remember actually the day I was born. I remember the voices I heard. I remember the light flashes from the cameras. I remember everything the day I was born. And again, you know, days in the womb. You know, and uh-huh. I, I feel like you know at some point we'll we'll, we'll all remember predestiny in the extension. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, that's true. You can remember. Yeah. I remember things as a child. Yes. Yes. I remember things as a small child, a baby, certain things I remember, certain foods I was so being fed. Own, I remember. So you remember your own upper mental powers and capabilities, correct? Before um, they were corrupted, you know, no, I guess. It came, uh, in, over, in, it came gradually ahead. over time. It came gradually over time. Uh-huh. What do you mean came gradually over time? The recognition of it and the development of it. Mm-hmm. So what if we just, uh, along the way, maybe it's just because you're the Amon Ray, but actually I remember certain things, even certain people, illuminated people, um, <clears throat> actually aided uh, when I, you know, had certain questions about the dark and whatnot. I had actually illuminated people, you know, like calm the whole fear thing. But then I actually, you know, developed upper mental capabilities as well. Didn't know what they were, but I knew nobody else could do it. But then they subsided. Mm-hmm. Until actually, until actually the Republic. But yeah, there was that mm-hmm. that drastic reminder that came across, like you uh, you actually described them as a like chemical explosions that go off in the brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then all those new exactly. and all those other records things come along with you. But that's all I have. Okay. Exactly. 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 Nine one two. Can you hear me? Nenzak, I can't hear you. I also want to add that along with the um promotion of abortion, um, they're also promoting with it like um you've seen like paired with the like kind of the witch slash black magic slash, you know, black girls rock uh, kind of thing going on with the whole spirituality thing. Um, Because, you know, typically when you hear about, you know, what a witch is and, you know, black uh, females are trying to go into that now, you know, they don't have any children, you know, they kill the babies and use the blood for rituals and stuff. I'm not saying all of them are, but when you see a lot of these uh, type of cults that are being exposed for using babies and children, you know, in those things, those are just what, 
have been exposed, but obviously they were, you know, underground for a while before anybody knew about them. So there's probably a lot more people doing it that, you know, we don't know. Um, as well as like embracing like whoredom and, you know, having the slut walks and lesbianism and all that stuff. So when they're, you know, promoting the abortions, notice that they're also, they're like, like Planned Parenthood and stuff. They're not saying, you know, to the females, don't dress like this, dress like this to attract this certain man, because that's all goes into planning parenthood, correct? You know, have, you know, choosing the appropriate mate to have your children with, but they don't talk about that. So, you know, well, the main thing is just you can have an abortion if you want to, but you can still go out in the streets and be a whore, basically, and just keep, you know, just keep on doing that. Well, Sorry, is, how this thing works is they really don't want women and men to be together. They just want the man to impregnate the woman. And that happens. You know how you know they they work in that? Because they're pushing, notice they've been pushing heavy a lot of these dating sites like Plenty of Fish where they hook up, which is basically for people to meet up and have sex. And they know that you're going to have certain people that's going to be babies born from that, from those hookups. And, you know, they're basically trying to have the sexual encounter with the man and woman be cavalier and have trying to make the woman cavalier about it because then she's just making herself a open vessel for a, a, a pregnancy and abortions and everything else and just loose children that are born into the world. And that's the mentality of a lot of these females out here because they were groomed into this through the socialization and the uh, uh, women's movement and that black, that liberation nonsense that they got from the white woman and following the ways. That's why these women are cavalier about sex. They're cavalier about abortions and all this other stuff. This has been programmed in them to be like this. They just lay with anybody they feel like at any time, whenever they feel like it, you know, and unprotected and have babies and all this other stuff, and it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Yep, that's Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay, another call. 951, you're on there, 951. Oh, hi, Nubin. Uh, good evening. I wanted to tell you, I'm not sure if you've ever read this book about this uh, doctor. His name was Kermit Gosnell, and I he was a black doctor. He was performing abortions. And what happened, how he was discovered, not because he was running this clinic and performing these abortions, and I mean, um, in, in, these, in his clinic, it was filthy, but he was selling, um, I guess, Oxycontin or this uh, drug that people were buying on the street, and that led the investigation to his clinic. But when they got there, they brought the health inspector, everybody, and there were women there that were waiting to have their abortions. And do you know the health inspector? Now, this man is being investigated. There's an investigation going on in that moment. And they allowed him to perform the abortion. And I was like, and the women were saying, and I just thought to myself, like, I mean, do you guys not get it? And these were black women. So, you know, they didn't care. Go ahead and give them abortions. And and when you read this book, uh, I was literally in tears. I could not believe that another human being could treat another person that way. They were aborting these babies. They said that some of the babies, um, one, they had flushed down the toilet, and the baby was fighting to get out of the toilet. These people have no conscience, and and these are black people who are doing this. I I just don't understand it. I just don't get it. These women, I, I couldn't understand that. Well, because the so-called black race, the so-called black race 
the mass majority of these black people today, they don't have their soul is gone. They got the coldness of the beast. They got the coldness of the white man on them. Like I said, they, the Caucasians they don't care about killing their babies. So a lot of them didn't care about that, you know. And they didn't have no care about life, especially our lives. So you, you got that in the mindset of these black females. All they want to do is get back out here and party and shake their ass and go mm-hmm. to the club and meet the next man mm-hmm. and get them pregnant or whatever. Like I said, that was just a mistake. That child, they, they like mm-hmm. I said, they didn't want that baby because, again, that baby ain't going to get them no money. They ain't, they ain't going to get them what they want. So that's all they care about. This is this thing. Yeah, I- demonic as hell. And you can look in there and you can look in their eyes. I see people and you just look at them. They're devoid of anything that is, you know, that is, I mean, and I know you don't, you talk about humans, but it's the only way I can, based on my understanding, the way I can describe it. These people are soulless. There's nothing there. And I see it with a lot of people. I see it with the kids. I've just never seen anything like it in my life. I just, and at first I thought when I would listen to you, like, oh, I don't know. But as you just start and watch and pay attention and you listen to people, you hear them, people are, honestly, I really do believe the black race is pretty much a done, dead deal. And there's nothing you can say to these people. You try to talk to them. You try to, I even had one friend I was talking to about, um, talking about you, and I was saying, you know, I never, like, heard anyone that speaks the way he does. And he just kept saying all of these different things. And I said, you don't even know. I go, I, I, I just got angry. And at that point, I just cut him off as even a friend. I don't even want to talk to you anymore because something is wrong with you that you can't even just stop and think and be reasonable in your thinking. At least be reasonable. And he was saying all of these things. I said, and I told him, I said, you know what? I said, when I listened to this guy, Mentelec, he said that black people would say all of these things. How does he know? What is this? But you believe everything that white people tell you. And if white people don't say it, oh, then it didn't happen. It's ridiculous. Black people are crazy. No, they're programmed. Black people are programmed. They're mentally programmed to Follow whatever Caucasian people say. That's why. See, mm-hmm. when they were in their rights, that's why. And they, when they were in their right state of mind, you know, before the so-called mm-hmm. white man told the black female mm-hmm. it was okay to murder your baby, it's okay to abort your mm-hmm. baby, it's okay to do all that. And mm-hmm. she said, "Oh, it's not against the law because at one point mm-hmm. it was a moral thing and a law thing. A law yeah. thing. They didn't want to go to jail, and it was a moral thing. Now mm-hmm. the morals are gone, mm-hmm. and now the law is gone. So you, they, they gonna go at it. They, they, they got the, they just they're gonna show it. you. They got the mark of the beast on them. I believe it. I, I mean, everything that you have said, I, I kid you not. I see it. It's, it's just happening. And not that I ever doubted you, because to me, everything that you talk about, is it's just logic. I mean, but a lot of people are not coming from that premise. And honestly, I don't even think people know how to think. I, I just, you know, and, and you don't need to read a book. There are just things that are inside of you that you know right from wrong. Nobody has to tell you that. But well, I guess well, there, there are a lot of people. Well, here's, the, well, well, here's, I'm gonna show, here's the thing. Okay. Um, those people don't know right from wrong. It's not in them anymore. The mm-hmm. black race is empty. Mm-hmm. They're soulless right yeah. now. That's why mm-hmm. anytime you see a, a wimp, women jump on another woman who's pregnant or have a baby in her hand, a small baby, and knock the baby out of their hand, they're going. They're done. That'd be, it used to be a yeah. time. I've seen that in the video. There used to be a time 
where women would not fight a ba- a woman with her baby in her hand or if they won't mm-hmm. fight. They wouldn't get no fight. There wouldn't be no such thing like that. they become savages now. They follow an actual mm-hmm. image of the mm-hmm. so-called white man. They're becoming savages mm-hmm. like he is. You know? Yeah, and you know, one time I was talking to my mother, but my mother has passed on, but I remember one day she was tell she said she took some parenting classes and she said, you know, Tawanda, we shouldn't have even been having children. We were out of our minds. And, you know, for my mother to admit that, and I mean, she wasn't a, a perfect woman, but she was my mother and I loved her. But a lot of things that she talked to me about, you don't see these young women. Nobody is talking to them. And if you try to give advice or guidance to these young women, they will shun you. They've got kids now. I have a friend. Her daughter goes on an app, and they meet guys. And you know what they're meeting guys to do? Absolutely. And I'm thinking to myself, who? They're not even. They're not even having sex. They're just giving the guys blowjobs. That's all they're doing. And I'm thinking to myself, like, who? Who does that? I mean, when I was coming up, if you heard about a girl doing that, oh my God! I mean, guys would talk poorly about her. And these now, it's not a big deal for them. They don't even care. I mean, it's just, that's, it, it's crazy. That's because I, I, this is, this is, this, they got the spirit of the white girl on the white female. They do stuff mm-hmm. like that. They go out and do mm-hmm. stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it's not an issue. The, you notice it used to be a time where black females, they look at white females like, ew, they nasty. I don't want to do what they do. Exactly. You know, whatever. Now, mm-hmm. it's not like that no more. Because that used to be the thing. Black guys used to go get white girls to do all kind of freaky stuff with, and wouldn't mm-hmm. do that with black girls. They knew black girls, but they wasn't with it. Mm-hmm. Now it's no difference mm-hmm. no more. It's nothing now. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because these you're black girls got the spirit. Right. They got the spirit of white females on them. They got that speed. They got that mm-hmm. demonic white spirit on them. That white female demonic spirit that liberated mad. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you a good example of this today. I was going and parking my mm-hmm. car, and I kid you not, here I'm in Brooklyn. And I'm parking my car, and he got some uh, these these two uh, liberated uh, females. One was white and one was black. They steal my damn parking space. They drive right into my parking space, and the black female cursing me out and all this other stuff, acting like a man. I'm like, okay, you see. And the white one is like I said, this this is the mentality. I said they only acting like that because they know they can call 911 at the drop of a dime. That's why they talking and acting like mm-hmm. that. And they like they two lesbians. So like I said, that's that that energy they share that the black female shares that kindred spirit with the white female now. A lot of them, a lot mm-hmm. of, that's why a lot of these black females sound like they white. It sounds like they got a damn mm-hmm. uh, a, a voice yeah. a voice pack and they thing like a, a white girl. You know? Yeah, you're absolutely right. And let me tell you, like my niece, oh my gosh, I, I I want her to find a good husband, get married, and have a family. But I, I we live in California. And I'm telling you, Nubin, there are no men. I've lived in California for over 20 years. I didn't get married, but the reason why I didn't is because I, you know, I never thought about it. I never met a great man. Maybe I was not a great woman. I don't know, but I think I was a pretty decent person. But I never got married. And I just would rather have not have been unhappy, you know, just marrying someone just for the sake of it. But I have a niece, and, you know, I know you talk about education, but she's a good kid. And she's a very nice woman. And I always try to tell her, I said, Latifah, please try to find a man who is older than you. I go, because you're trying to get someone who is, you know, your age. She's 28 years old. I go, and they're not ready for that. 
they're, you know, building themselves, developing themselves. I don't know. I said, but try to get someone older and who is grounded. And, you know, and also I said, he, these women here in California, like black women, they want to date white boys. And I'm like, how are you going to be happy with that? I just, I just well, don't well, get it. Well, I'm just, with, the, I, with, the, with, the, with the current programming, when you see in black males, when you see in black males in dresses, you see in these guys yeah. being, being paid to show black males wearing dresses and acting like homosexuals, mm-hmm. and you show it in the white man, he's acting like he, they make him be more masculine. So what that means is, yep. what, and I tell you, it's going to come a time where the black women are going to be like, I don't want to be with a black guy. They gay. I want to be with a white guy. They more masculine and more manly. That's what they're going to be saying. And give it another five years or so, and less than that, they're going to be saying that, this young generation that's coming mm-hmm. up. Seems like the place where you and your, uh, you say your niece, Yes, my niece. Does your niece listen to I've the been broadcast? trying to get her to listen. She doesn't listen. I told her, I said, Latifah, please listen. I go, you, can, you don't have to pass or make a judgment on it. I go, but this man will give you good advice. And I go, you know, you don't join organizations and things like that to meet people. I said, but you need to meet people who are strong-minded and have a sense of who, self and who they are. And you're trying to date these black men? They not men. They're males. They're males. And you gonna and I told her I said you're gonna wind up because even though I never got married, I guess Nubin, when I was a younger woman, I could see things because my my father he uh you know deserted our family, but my grandparents raised us, and my grandfather was like my father, and I remember my grandfather was a great man. He took care of us. He was really a good man to us. And I guess because I never saw a positive, you know, um, anything positive from my father, and when I think back on it, I go, oh, my God, my father was a terrible man. So I never had that. So I, whenever I would, if, if I went out with a guy and he mistreated me, I just, it's something, I just never got married because I just thought that marriage was, um, like, he's going to disappoint me, and I can only count on myself. It wasn't because I was, you know, into women's lib or anything like that. I just realized I had to be strong for myself, and I could not just marry anyone to say okay, that well, I was going to have children. I got to I gotta catch you. I'm okay, okay, I'm sorry. Work. I'm very so, sorry. Uh, um, just got, you know, just put out, put out your letter to the, um, into the, join the community. Come on home into the community and get your niece to listen to the mm-hmm. broadcast, all right? Okay, thank you, Nubin. Have a great evening. Thank you. You too. Bye bye. So, um, in saying what I'm saying, that you know, immaturity can destroy your children. Immaturity can destroy your children coming from you if you're not in uh, the mode of being an adult. You see, if you're not in the mode of being an adult then you're going to destroy your children. You're going to damn them to this world that wants to keep them in a childlike mentality. Let me say um, this Sunday coming, I'm going to be in Atlanta. Let me say this before we get out of here. We ain't got long. This Sunday, I'm going to be in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, July 11th, Sunday, July 11th at the uh, Hyatt Regency, Atlanta, 265 Peachtree Street, Northeast Atlanta. It's the uh, Republican Mental X. Uh, uh, Bright World Order Tour. It's only ten dollars to get in there. You can cash app. Uh, you can cash app. Uh, let me see. Okay, let me see. You ca- uh, if uh, if you want to go out there, you know, you pay ten dollars. Uh, 
PayPal me at uh, ROM Gatherings, PayPal me at RO Gatherings, and, uh, you know, also Cash App, dollar sign ROM Gatherings, dollar sign ROM Gatherings, PayPal me, PayPal me, ROM Gatherings, $10, only $10 come on out. We're going to honor the people that got the flyer. Those who don't got the flyer will come into the door. Like I said, with nothing, you just heard it, that's $20. But if you call and you get in advance, $10. If you come with a flyer, $10. If you come to the door, $20. All right? So come on out. This Sunday I'm going to be speaking for four hours and signing Unlimited Epics books from my company, Unlimited Epics, Epic Book Company, which I might call comic books, but our bronze superheroes. So check us out. We've got a lot that's going to be in store. All right? Um. So I'm saying that our people have to be mindful as we're producing children. We have to be more thoughtful, more mindful when we're producing children because our children are truly our future. And without them, we have nothing. We have nothing. You see, when the, the sister was on here talking about, you know, what she's seeing with these young girls and whatnot, they don't value themselves. And see, this is why I said, and I said this before I said, when a young woman comes in at the age of 20, she should already she should start preparing herself to become a mother. She should give herself a chance to leave her teenage years, because from one or from from infancy to to 20 years old, that's the time in which she has to be raised by her mother and father. From from the time she's born up to age 20, that's the time she should be ready for her husband, the man she's gonna be with, father of a child, you know, her partner who she's going to be with, who should be twice her age, because this is the time before she, when she gets 20, this is the time where she gets to get on that dating scene or that liberated scene. And this is what they doing in their twenties. Now they going out here and they just using their bodies for sex and whatnot, even though like some of them do it in teenage years, but see, usually if there's a father around, he can keep a rein on his daughter where she ain't out here with this one and that one. She ain't going with no boyfriend. She, for the most part, is part is keeping her sexual, uh, uh, um, a sexual activity in check. She's not out here doing nothing, this, that, and the third. If there's a father, soon as she, soon as she's like over eighteen, nineteen years old, twenty, she hit twenty. She's out the door. She's doing whatever. You know, she's doing whatever. And this is what you're seeing. You seeing this behavior because, like I said, at twenty, at twenty, this is the time she should be becoming a mother and giving her life to that and growing with her family. See, that's what would keep a lot of these young women out of trouble if they were out here giving that all that energy that they got to go up on plenty of fish and all these other damn dating sites to be whores and sluts out here and getting body count up under them. See, all that energy that they got to run to the club and shake their ass and twerk and running and running over to this place and that place and laying with this one and that one or going shot, all that energy should be given to a child. You see, all they got all that energy to do foolishness because the real energy, which is supposed to go into a child, is not being given. See, when the child is absent, the woman has all this energy, all this, all this time on her hands. And what is she going to do? What is she going to do? She's going to go out here and be demonic. She's going to go out here and be demonic. And she's going to be out here doing, doing this, that, and the third. Now, she wouldn't be if she had a man by her and she had a baby, she wouldn't be out here doing this stuff. All her energy would be where it's supposed to be on her child, um, uh, um, nurturing her child while her husband 
father or a child forces that child and thus forces and raises her continuously as the woman she is to become. That's how it's supposed to be. You see, these women got all these females. They got all this time because they're not out being mothers and they don't have no real men. And again, these females, they don't want no real men anyway. They want males just like them because males are disposable. Males are disposable. There's plenty of males in the world, but very few men. And you should not be breeding with any males. We don't need no more males in the world. We need men in the world. Real men, the resurgence of men to step up and raise these women, to guide these women, that is going to happen. That is going to take place. And we are leading the charge in the, in the Republican mental life. We're going to lead that charge. So let me go ahead and answer these questions before we get out of here. Do immature people mentally abuse their children? Yes, they do. Because, you you know, if you're not guiding your children right, if you are immature and you are raising a child, that is a form of mental abuse because a child doesn't need to be raised by another child. A child has to be raised as by an adult, and that child has to be raised into becoming an adult. You can't raise a child into an adult if you don't have an adult mind, if you're not an adult. If you're not mature, you can't raise no children, not no effective ones, not some children that's going to make a difference in the world. You could raise a whole bunch of damn flunkies and zeros and losers, which is what a lot of you black males raise out here because you are not mentally mature to raise children. Especially if you, a lot of you niggas still got a childlike mentality of your damn self, getting a pair of Jordans and, and, and going to a damn basketball game or getting a video game is more important than having children to you and taking care of your children that you have in the world already that you really didn't want in the first damn place. Why do they do this? Because, like I said, they're unaware of this. They're, they're unaware they're abusing children man, mentally. They don't care. They're like a big, bunch of big overgrown kids, and they don't think. Are they aware of this? No, they're not. And if they were, they really still don't care because that's, that, that selfishness done took over in their mind. They want to live their best life and still be a bunch of big-ass overgrown children. What can be done to overcome this? As I said, Older men, younger women, more of a mature bond and whatnot, father figure in child's life, uh, a father who is older, who has had years in this thing as a man before he became a father. So you have to have years in this thing as a man before you can become a father. So when your daughter comes along, when your son comes along, they're being raised by men who've had experience in this thing and women who can be brought along by those men. Should young people have children? Not two young people, no. They shouldn't. One should be a little older, than the, and that's the man older than the woman. But for those of you who have, again, I'm not knocking you down. I'm just telling you what I've seen that, that tried and proven it works. If, if there are some exceptions to the rule, which I know that we got people in here in the Republic that's like that, if you are the exceptions, I hope everything goes well. And like I said, I know y'all are going to do what y'all can do. I'm just speaking ideally what is best. And that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen we trust. And Amen we thank. And Amen we continue for it forever. I am the intellectual Nita Minkares. This has been Mental Like Radio. See you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. We're closing out with. What are we closing out with? Anthony. I ain't heard this in a while. Alan Anthony. Good night. This world's a crazy place Filled with such misery I wipe drops from my face My wife's mama's having problems My child is having problems Don't know how I can solve her 
together Build our own enterprise My black sister on the street She makes it her own business To sell her precious body No. 